0: You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome in to SHIP Talking, where SHIP stands for relationships. We are WCHL's newest show that talks about anything that falls under that relationship category. So, friendships, professional relationships, marriages, dating at SHIP Talking, anything goes. I am your host, Sharon, and I am joined with my good friend, Jack Store, Storer? Steer, store, Steer, however you want to say it. The tough <laughs> last name. I always mess that I think up.
2: Most people say, uh, "What is it, Stower?" Storer. Yeah, that's what Stower. I said. And finally, yeah, that's I, fine. I
1: think I knew you for like a year, and then finally asked you how to say your last
2: name. I think my one friend Taylor learned how to say my last name after almost 8 years. <laughs> wow. I beat I
1: beat Taylor then. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well,
1: thank you for joining us. You are the second guest on Ship Talking. I'm
2: so honored. It's quite
1: the honor. <laughs> yes. How does that feel?
2: <laughs> um, it feels good. You know, this is like, you know, it's something out there that Everyone, I feel like, wants to try and does Podcasting, really, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just like to put themselves out there because it's like a different format than like, you know, putting your face on something. You yeah. You can kind of be removed a little bit and, you know, got to meet you and you <laughs> – graciously invited me on, so I really appreciate well, that.
1: Well, I invited you on because I enjoy hanging out with you, and I think you have lots of fun stories and things to share with us.
2: I hope. We'll see. You do. We'll
1: see. <laughs> um, so I thought we could open with just you telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe like 30-second um, bio.
2: Uh, my elevators.
1: Go. Yeah.
2: Um, so I'm from the area. Grew up, uh, actually born up north, but grew up down here. and uh, went to- Wait,
1: wait, wait. From the area meaning like dirt. On Chapel oh, Hill.
2: um, Fuquay! I'm really putting oh, myself out there. Oh, is that really Fuquay? from
1: the area, Jack? Okay. Oh,
2: I don't know. Um, I guess yeah, that would be the area. It's Wake County. It's Chapel Hill, RTP.
1: Carborough radio station. Oh, oh my so. bad, my bad, my bad. No, yeah,
2: I'm just you're kidding. right, you're right. right. That is a, that I didn't is a that. like rock throw from Fuquay. Look at that. I'm using <laughs>
1: Fuquay instead of Fuquay. That was embarrassing.
2: <laughs> the Fuquay School of Business, right? You know, that mm, was a I bad do. mess up. Um, That's, so I
1: didn't know that though. I grew up in Raleigh, so we're down the road from each other. Yeah.
2: That's always fun to do the like what's the name game. You from Raleigh? Oh, you know so and so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Went to college. uh, Started at went to Methodist University. My first year and a half or so. Transferred to App. Loved it so much. Happier. Yeah. Um, Why? Just, I think, the atmosphere, you know, of every day just walking to class and the mountains all around you. And, you know, there were some days just like in the summers where you just like stopped and you're like, wow, this is like where I live, you know, and I go to school and work here. And so definitely its own bubble, though. You know, I think uh, it's nice to be living outside of there. I love going back and visiting. Maybe could live there when I'm way older, but uh, not the kind of place, I think, for, like, the millennial.
1: (laughs) I've only recently been to Boone, um, and I'll tell you why I went to Boone. I went for— High Country Beer Fest.
2: <gasps> yes, that's so awesome.
1: I'm obsessed with it. It was yeah. my first beer festival, and I left that beer festival. I went for the first time last year, and I left, and yeah. I was like, I've wasted 30 years of my life <laughs> never having gone.
2: I know it's amazing. It, it is it's, such
1: a great festival.
2: Um, and did you get to make like a necklace or yes, anything? Yes, yes. What did you made make? The,
1: I made. Well, my first go-round at a pretzel necklace was, like, basic pretzel necklace. And then I started to do some research, and I elevated a good bit by putting, like, the, the like, Peach O's candy. Really, like, anything with a hole in it, I learned, you could put on a pretzel necklace. Like, you could— like like a pepperoni and yeah we like had a that whole conversation.
2: did you guys end up doing that for the uh, Durham,
1: the we, Durham one? it wasn't it wasn't my best pretzel <laughs> necklace, but it wasn't just pretzels. you I had some I other put, stuff as what else well, I
2: Well, fun. um so yeah, and then I after college, I actually so my I had a bio background, uh, got my teaching certification because I wasn't sure what I really wanted to do with bio um, ended up coming back in the area to teach and then was coaching, teaching for a little bit. What now, did you teach? Um, oh, yeah. I taught some electives courses in middle school. I did student teaching in like high school area. And then, um, then I actually got a job in the middle school. Um, I ended up mostly doing sixth grade science. Yeah. Loved it actually. Uh, I
1: six, we've talked about this. I taught yeah, sixth grade too, and
2: loved it. you know, I, like I always say, they're the kindergartners of life. They like one minute oh, they're like that. the cool guy, and then the next minute they're ready to like hug their mom. Yeah. You know? Like crying. So, in your arms. Um, so it's nice. And I needed a change, and I'm now as a like an account manager within a ed ed tech company, um, and it's been nice. You know, I have a lot more. I think autonomy over my day and I think that's I miss I miss teaching but I I love having more of like say through my day kind of thing yeah, yeah you know you still have your job and you still have the things you got to do with your job but you know I don't have a kid tapping my tapping shoulder about you. something all the time you know so um and I think that's how we kind of connected yeah, first because sure. we were both like oh you're you were a teacher I was a teacher yeah. you know and like we're kind of having these second. Uh, Careers in life or a second, you know, just kind of changing our path and you know I don't think it's bad and I think maybe I'll end up back at teaching one day, but um, you know I like to I like the path I'm on right now. Yeah, you know?
1: I yeah, I I similarly Um, started teaching and then I've taken an alternate route, but I am so grateful that I started my career in teaching because there's so much that has helped me in Mm -hmm. my job now. Do you feel similarly? The soft
2: skills and the relationship, you know, that, and that is what my job is as an account manager is really relationship building and, you know, that kind of stuff. And you are successful when you make those good connections and stuff. So, You know, and I think it humbles you as well because you see so many, you know, we I feel like after kickball all of our talks would always end up talking about just like former kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, people that actually made these really big impacts on our lives. And, you know, taking that and like all of those skills and experiences and like applying them to something totally new and different and so um you know i think that's so amazing that you're going and you're in school i could not go back and do school
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i question why i'm doing it sometimes but thank you
2: you know and i think that's cool because i think a lot of teachers are sometimes scared to make that next step and i think some opposite too some people are scared to go into teaching because of the stigma of it and stuff Mm -hmm. so Um, yeah, so yeah, sorry, I I got a little windy there. No, I asked
1: you, I also feel like I, in teaching, you're, you're just failing every day. Like there's so many things that, that go wrong or don't go as planned Yeah. and you learn to just kind of like, Deal with it and take Adapt. it and Adapt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's something that's helped me a lot. I'm, yeah. like, very used to being observed or, like, given feedback or things just yeah. not going as I thought they would. And I'm, like, whatever. It's fine. It happens.
2: Yeah. Something and, I, I mean, it helps you think on your feet and be yeah, ready for, sure. for that next thing. So, yeah.
1: Cool. Well, we are just at about time for this segment. And so I thought next time we could talk a little bit more about what brought us together. Um, Teaching, I would say, connected us a good bit, but it wasn't really how we met. (laughs) Our origin story. Our (laughs) origin story. So we will come back in a little bit. Thank you so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9.
0: You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome back into Ship Talking, 97.9's newest relationship radio show. I am your host, Sharon, and I'm here again with my good friend, Jack.
2: Hi. How are you doing? How's that
1: water doing? The water coffee combo.
2: Water coffee combo.
1: Um, Thanks for being back here. I thought we would talk a little bit about how we met our origin story, which was. (laughs)
2: It was kickball that connected us. Kickball but connected us. I think it was really like sunny. your roommate. My roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. soccer.com so
1: soccer. crew <laughs> yeah, is crew. like how we, and our good friend Mandy. And
2: Mandy, yes. Is how um, we
1: originally met.
2: We did the, um, it was the state fair, right?
1: That's right. We went to the state fair together. Like, or
2: not the state, it was like the fairgrounds, like the flea market and stuff. Oh, no, it or, wasn't. You're right. It wasn't it was, the state there fair. There was some event. We went to the
1: flea market. Yeah. And, and we went to like, the Japanese festival. And
2: we couldn't get we tickets because the in. line was so long. We gave up and
1: it was really hot.
2: Yes. Went to the flea market for, I think, like 10 minutes. And then we're like, it's too hot. Bye. <laughs> and then we... a year later, went on the same kickball team. Went on the same team. kickball team. Yeah. Can
1: we stop and talk about the flea market, though? Oh, love it. I love it, too. And that is... It's been interesting for me because I went all the time when I was a little girl with my family, mm-hmm. and it would be like because it was in hindsight it was like free and something to do as a family. So I I see why my parents took me all, there all the time, oh, yeah. but it was like oh you go to a flea market oh yeah, and as an adult. I love it. I love the flea market. I think there is some kind of like aspect of it reminding me of my childhood. But I've also really enjoyed going with friends to the flea market. And I don't think people go enough.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I think it's, you know, for this area, it's a little it's a little far to go for something like that, I guess. Are but you
1: one of those Raleigh as far people?
2: I'm not. I try not to okay. say that too much, but it is, you know. Every, okay. At the end of the day, it can be, it, you know, it's a it's a 30 minute drive. Once you're home. It's hard to it's okay. hard to leave. But, no, I totally agree. I love just the the community aspect of walking around yeah. and like just, you know, and seeing just, like, everything. And seeing what people have. Do you remember when they used to have pets there?
1: Back yes, I remember day. when they used to have pets there. I feel dead. like
2: I got a puppy there once Did or something. You? Yeah, it's our family. From a puppy mill. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. They I know but, but they um, don't have them anymore.
1: And they used to have like bunnies.
2: Yes, they had like all pet. kinds of animals. Um, But I think I'm so glad they're not there anymore because of humane stuff. Yeah, and like, and I like think like it was like the heat and stuff. And stuff. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so then um year later, met. Um, Kickball. That was like the craziest thing because I think like the team formed together from like three teams. Yeah. Like nobody could actually form a team and stuff. Yeah. And um. So yeah. Shout out
1: to Durham Parks and Rec kickball team for bringing friends together again. Oh, for sure. Um. But yeah, I. I love kickball. That wasn't your first kickball experience, was it? It was. It was. Like,
2: just, like, on a adult kickball okay. team, not intramural college kind of thing, you know.
1: Oh, so. you killed it for your first mm. season. Thank you. Jack was Thank our you. star pitcher.
2: I tried. I tried. But I got a little, uh, I started, it started getting to my head. I started acting like a little bit of a diva. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you had a couple, you had a couple diva moments, but I loved every one of them. I was, like, oh, always on Jack's side. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it's high pressure, being it a, high pressure being the pitcher, you know, on the, on these kickball teams. I think, oh, man, I think the hardest thing was the bunting thing. That bunting, oh, bunting rule, rule is so weird. Like, uh, it's very hard to explain. Long story short, it's like a small box that everyone can bunt in. You can stop a strike for it so much animosity about it so much fighting with refs about it but um you i know, love it every yeah. time
1: there's a fight with the ref i just stand back and watch oh, it yeah. i love it
2: it feels like you're like on a show of like the real housewives or something and because it's like these grown men yelling at the ref i have always i think been good about not yelling at the ref i like,
1: haven't seen you yell at. The mostly
2: ref. getting sassy with my own teammates <laughs> i used to
1: be so you didn't know this about me but prior to this Team, I was captain ooh, of ooh. our kickball team, and my team used to be frustrated with me for not being um, more direct with the ref. <laughs> like, like, I was always very much like, whatever, like, that's the call. I didn't really ball, care.
2: don't yeah. kickball, adult <laughs> kickball. Like, like fight here. for us. Yeah. Like, no. Um, That's, that's funny. So funny. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I think overall it was a really great experience. I mean, I think that's the fun thing about sports is that, like, you're going to have you're going to butt heads and i think at the end of the day it's like how do you fix that relationship and like move forward from it you know and yeah um yeah i i definitely would try to follow up uh, and apologize if i was a little too <laughs> sassy you know but and then Try to talk it out so that that person was feeling heard, and you know I was feeling heard, and um, you know I think one of I want to call out Jen from our team. There was okay. one time um, she and I both really butt heads even into like the next game kind of thing. Oh,
1: it lasted.
2: Um, and because we had the like double header that night or whatever, and <laughs> I was going I was like working up my courage to apologize to her afterwards because you know it's hard to admit when you're wrong, yeah. like that. I I. Oof, that is my biggest fault is like admitting when I'm wrong and but I knew I was in the wrong on this one And so I was gonna approach her and she actually came up to me like came up gave me a little pat on the back Aww. And was like hey, man I wanted to reach out and I was like Jen like you're about to make me cry right now cuz like I really appreciate that cuz like You know you never you always are you're working up yourself to like reach out and ask about you know uh-huh. Apologize or ask about something and like when somebody she else does that, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you know, and like it's like you know this was a good thing i I'm glad I was trying to do that, and she just beat me to the punch, kind of thing, so Jen, if you're look listening, at, thank you again for <laughs> we're that. Yeah. This to her. Yeah. look
1: at kickball teaching these like social yeah, yeah. <laughs> resolution skills, I love it, um
2: what did you get most out of kickball? so actually this season,
1: I have big thoughts about kickball, okay. and I had no idea it was your first um time playing or we haven't talked about this before I started playing kickball Probably, like seven years ago, oh, wow, and it was at a time in my life where I like needed new friends. Yeah. I had like gone through a bad breakup. I had kind of like lost my sense of community Your in a sense lot of, of ways self, my se- yeah, yeah, my sense of self. And I like didn't really know how to reestablish it. I had like left a job where I had a lot of friends, and it was just in a weird place, and someone invited me onto their kickball team, and I was like, huh, okay. And I made so many friends, like my community. Still, I can think of a lot of people I'm still very close with that go back to that like initial kickball team. And ever since then, I've just like preached kickball is like the great community builder, yeah. like the great friendship builder. If you're in a, a bad place, like join your local kickball team.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree. Like I think it's just finding something to put yourself out there. Kickball I feel yeah. like is a really easy thing cuz it's like you don't have to be the most athletic. You just gotta kick the ball and try to get on base and like.
1: Yes, for all the people who have told me that they didn't want to join my kickball team because they weren't athletic, you can play kickball
2: without yeah, being. Yeah, Sharon scored a home run, girl.
1: I'm very athletic though, Jack. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know that was like a call out. of, Like Sharon's not athletic. No, I'm not
1: athletic. Um,
2: <laughs> um, but but yeah. no, yeah, and I think that is definitely what i was always i always wanted to do that and i don't know why like i think it's one of those things where i feel like i've needed a buddy to go do something to play kickball? well just like to put yourself out there yeah. to go to a club it is. you know like to join like a uh, garden club or something like that and so um i really think admire that about you and i think this was like my first time trying to do I'll that expect. and it's been such a great experience and yeah. i want to like try to do that outside of kickball you know other things you know like a pottery class or Ooh. something like that so yeah
1: okay we'll talk more about
2: that yeah a we will sorry all right no <laughs> we're good we have to
1: take a break i'm glad that kickball lasted this whole segment oh yeah no, i know that really was a
2: lot to talk about with i could kickball, keep talking yeah. about it um,
1: we will come back in just a moment thank you for listening to ship talking on 97.9 wchl
0: you're listening to ship talking with sharon levine we'll be back with more after this on 97.9 the hill And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon.
1: Welcome back into Ship Talking on 97.9. I am here with Jack. What's up, Jack? Hi. Hi. <laughs> we were just talking about kickball
2: yeah so what are your what are your takeaways (laughs) i'm not i'm
1: not done talking about kickball Jack. all right my takeaways from kickball and my suggestions to all you listeners if you are in a place in your life where you could maybe use a pick me up use a friend (laughs) or thinking a lot about community go join your local kickball team durham parks and rec has a great one try sports waka they're all great um because i i have a theory Mm -hmm. that People who play kickball are cool, nice people. (laughs) And here's why. Because kickball at its root is a third grade sport. Am I right? Yeah. You learned how to play kickball in third grade.
2: Maybe even kindergarten.
1: Maybe even kindergarten. And to play kickball as an adult, you have to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. You have to have a healthy level of humility.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Um, yeah, and so I think it's good people that get out there and I also think there is this kind of like super competitiveness that develops out of it, which I think is just hilarious to watch people get like, <laughs> so into over a third grade sport and so.
2: A.K.A. me. <laughs> A.K.A. Jack. So
1: I think it fills a lot of like, can fill a lot of needs. I think yeah. it can fill that kind of like competitive need and that like community friendship building need and like you're out, you're outside, you're being active.
2: Yeah, no, I totally I agree. And then, like, at the end of the day, y'all go to grab some drinks or food afterwards and you get to connect, you know, yeah. off the field as well, which is, I think, not always the case with, yeah. you know, those other kind of sports teams and stuff like that. I play on a soccer team. I get brunch with some guys here and there, but it's not like one of those things. I feel like we always made it kind of a uh, a thing to do after kickball, yeah. go grab some dinner, or some drinks somewhere and stuff. And I think that's what really was the draw to yeah. it. It was just like not just that on the field social experience but also the off the field you know we we've hung out with them outside of that mm-hmm. you and i hanging out look at
1: us <laughs> now ship so, talking together ship
2: talking so um yeah
1: yeah i've always been really impressed by people who just walk on like without knowing anyone
2: i knew sammy yeah I, but that's Which, it yeah, well, yeah, right yeah, like it's yeah, a lot yeah. easier
1: when you know someone but some people just are You're like right.
2: who there was a couple of guys i think on our team did yeah. that um I don't remember who that was but I
1: don't remember either I'm always yeah. just really impressed
2: yeah by that. no it takes a lot of it takes a lot of gumption to do that mm-hmm. uh, especially especially in something that if you were to pick something that you really love you know you want to really Show out your best, your yeah. best foot forward. So, I think that's even more of like nerve-wracking, putting yourself out there when you want to really look good. It you know? still
1: is, right? Like I remember when yeah. you were like in. I remember when I was in middle or high school or even college. I was always scared to go to clubs by myself. I'd yeah. pull a friend, like come with me. Yeah. And
2: I, I it's like your uh, what is does Paul call your inner saboteur? Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard?
1: I of, don't know what that means.
2: Your, your inner saboteur of just like that inner voice of like you can't do. It. It. you can't, you can't do it by yourself. You know and i i almost re- go back and i think it's like that middle school me like ah, i'm too afraid to do this it's like no you're a grown adult you can do this you got this Look you at know.
1: positive self-talk <laughs> hey
2: it's all from rupaul i can't take it <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's something that I, I i have been thinking a lot about going into this new year um we're, we're about to do another show together so maybe we can talk about yeah some, like, goals for ourselves for the new year in a little bit
2: yeah but, i would totally love that um just some kind of yeah 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 i think as you think about that new year it's just kind of how do I better myself, yeah. not just physically, but emotionally, emotionally too? Emotionally, spiritually. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Cool. All right. Well, that's our that's our hook. <laughs> Keep listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, that show actually won't air for another week. So <laughs> <laughs> listen next week to our continuation with Jack. Thanks so much for joining us, Jack.
2: Thank you for having
0: me, Sharon.
1: <laughs> and thank you for listening to Ship Talking. Talk to you soon.
0: You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the On Demand page of our website, chapelborough.com.